0: You and I were throwing out some ideas for the Friday Hot Topic for the Friday Hot Tag. And uh, one of the discussions we've been having, we actually had a really lively discussion in a uh, group chat with uh, yourself and me and uh, the rest of the Bearded Trio, Gary Horn and Dr. Rob Stinson. And we were talking about um, this UWN Prom Time Live and obviously partnership with the NWA. We're all super excited about it. Um, we haven't heard a lot. There's a lot of, of people asking for information, you know, for price to match cards and to what we can expect and things like that, which is normal because we're all a little antsy. It's been a while since we've yeah. had some in programming. And so there's a lot of questions, but one of the discussions that we got into was this this idea of what's going to, in our opinion, what's going to move the needle for this being a weekly pay-per-view, you know, which obviously means you got to pay to view, right? If, I, if my understanding of pay-per-view is correct. Um, and so – You know, one of the things that they have to look at, one of the aspects is going to be, you know, how do they sell this thing? You know, they're gonna, they've already, you know, come out and said Nick Aldis is involved, Tim Storms involved, some of these uh, headliners, Aaron Stevens, the national champion, things like that. Um, But we were actually in the discussion of, okay, well, outside of typical NWA and UWN and Championship Wrestling talent you know, what are some ideas of people that we could see thrown into the mix that would really move the needle and kind of sell those pay-per-views? Because I do think from a business standpoint, you know, they got to be looking at it from, okay, how can we really make a splash? How can we sell this thing like from the get-go? And, you know, I have to believe that that first episode is just going to be an absolute banger of a card um, because they're going to want to get all eyes on that first episode and, you know, to continue to sell week after week. And so, we, we threw out some names and we had, like I said, a lively discussion, but I wanted to bring it to the Friday hot tag and uh, just ask, you know, when i say to you, i say, okay, take all of the, the current NWA and UWN talent off the table. If they were going to introduce somebody into the mix that you think is going to sell pay-per-views, someone who's available, who, who what's your gut reaction to that question? Who should they bring in?
1: Well, Like you said, man, nothing that this pay-per-view is uh, or will be should be pedestrian, right? Nothing they do can just be, oh, that's okay. Oh, that was cool. No, they need to kick the damn door in. And, you know, when you're asking for our hard-earned money, I mean, we need to be wowed. We need to be blown away. Um, And we've heard a lot of rumors, and so I'm going to go with the speculation of one guy. And this is not – nothing that I'm saying has been confirmed by anyone – up in the hierarchy and the same thing with Will, these are just our guesses. But the one guy who, you know, we were all hoping would come to the NWA um, and ended up appearing in Impact Wrestling was EC3. And we were all hoping EC3, Ethan Carter III, would, would be a part of the NWA. And then he chose Impact, which, you know, again, understood. But then it was, it was revealed, the spoilers, the dirt sheets, whatever you want to call it, says, well, his contract allows him to work multiple wrestling promotions. So he's actually appearing in Ring of Honor. Well, it would make sense to this guy if we see someone of the caliber EC3 um, show up in the NWA. Of course, him showing up in Ring of Honor is going to have a lot of people scratching their head. And a challenge to our world's heavyweight champion, Nick Aldis, could be just what it would uh, take to kick the damn door open. You can't see me, but I just kicked the door open. And I think EC3 might be the guy.
0: I agree, man. EC3 checks all those boxes. You know, obviously your mind first goes to, you know, as as much as we're not, WWE fans. We we all agree that they have the highest visibility. They have the highest name recognition. And so he checks all the boxes for the fact that he is a former WWE um, talent. Uh, he is made a name for himself on social media since being released. He's now appearing in two of the top, you know, non-mainstream promotions in Impact and Ring of Honor. Having him appear also on UWM Primetime Live would really be par for the course, and and that would be somebody that, as I said, checks all those boxes and has that, that visibility level that could really bring some eyeballs. I mean, you're hitting all those promotions where he's appearing now – previous promotions and, and all of his past work and stuff like that. So that that's a great name. And that's one that is definitely at the top of my list. I have some personal preferences. Um and uh the the first personal preference this would get me to buy. Uh I don't know if this is more of a popular opinion or not, but I've I've been adamant since uh his release from WWE back in April that I want to see Joe Henning and Nick Aldous fight for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Um, I just think that that would be an incredible match. I want to see Joe hitting out of this Curtis Axel gimmick that WWE kind of had him strangleholded in because I think he's capable of so much more. And so every time I think about that, you know, again, that's just for me to move the needle. Like at that point I see Joe hitting the card. I'm opening my ball. Like that that's a done deal. Um, I don't know if that's going to be as, as widespread as an EC3, um, as you mentioned. Um, and another name that we were throwing around to kind of in line with EC3 was Rusev, who's now Miro. Um, and he's he's you know been kind of full time on Twitch and streaming and things like that. And he's even come out and said that he's done with wrestling at least for now. But I mean, that's a name that you know. If you saw, hey, UWN NWA, they're partnering up. They're doing this thing. Week one, Rusev's on there. They're going to sell a ton of pay per views just from from that name alone. You know, and and we're we're not. This conversation isn't meant in any way to like degrade the NWA or the UWN. We're just speaking from a business perspective. Like we're obviously hardcore fans, but when you're going to come out and and roll out a pay-per-view weekly model like this, you you really do have to go above and beyond to pull in some, some new audience members to try to sell those pay-per-views. So speaking of Russo, what what are your thoughts on Rusev?
1: Well, geez, I mean that I think, I think Rusev is the top prize, right? I mean, when we talk about checking the boxes, you know, victories over John Cena, you know, a former U.S. champion for the WWE. I mean, Rusev Day was one of the most over things in the company in the last five or six years. And the fact that now the guy's transformed his look, his appearance, his body. I mean, he's in the probably the best shape of his life. Um, he's a guy – look, Nick Aldis even said back in May – Uh, that that was a guy that he was hoping would land in the NWA. He's a guy that's – he's got it. He's got the moxie. He's got the skills, and he certainly isn't a pushover. Uh, One of the things that I think a lot of people might complain about for the opponents that have been lining up for Nick Aldis is, you know, he's always the bigger guy. He's always the stronger guy, and the most times he's the most athletic guy. But putting him in the ring with somebody like Rusev the Brute, the guy who's – you know, just as big, if not bigger, just as fast, if not faster, just as strong, if not stronger. I mean, that's a real challenge to Nick Aldis. And I think with his visibility and the way that the WWE dropped the ball on him, I mean, we're hearing things now that McMahon was saying that uh, you know, these are speculations, these are rumors. But the, the, the Rusev day, when he when he went to McMahon and said, look, they're chanting my name, McMahon said they're doing that to mock you. But he's saying, yeah. hey, my merchandise sold out. They said, uh, well, that's because we don't have enough sizes. It's ridiculous how much WWE dropped the ball with this guy. And knowing that his background, I mean, he, he trained out here in Southern California with the uh, with Rikishi and uh, the Knox Pro Academy. I don't know, man. I, I think it could happen, and I think it should happen. I think it will happen.
0: I think he's got the ability, man. I think, you know, for a lot of us, we've only seen him in WWE and there's kind of this disconnect because we view, you know, the NWA and and UWN as uh, this different brand or different style of wrestling, which it is. It's a more pure, uh, traditional um, style of pro wrestling that you and I enjoy. We haven't really seen Rusev in that environment but in my mind, just from what I know about him, his character, his entering work, like you said, his athleticism, the fact that he's gotten himself into the shape he's in now and he's taken acting classes like he he went the extra mile for the wrestling industry, only only to get crapped on back in April and, and released after years of being, you know, underutilized. Um, but I think he's got all the necessary traits and talents to come into an environment like the NWA and succeed. I think he could have a great feud with Nick Audis. He could have a great feud, uh, you know, for the national title or something like that. I I think we've seen him at that mid-card spot so long, like I think we're all ready to see him main event, you know? And so uh, as weird as that would be for him to just come in and instantly be there, uh, that that would be cool to see. And I think he'd fit in well. Um, Speaking of, you know, Nick Audis and championship feuds, the other thing that we were going to talk about is, you know, speculating over the fact that obviously Nick Aldis is going to be involved early on, hopefully in episode one of, of Primetime Time Live on uh, September fifteenth, Tuesday. So, what are, what are our thoughts? What are your thoughts on potential first opponents? Because it's 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 no secret that everybody wants a shot at that title, right? That is the prize. It's the ultimate grand prize in professional wrestling and so everybody's going to want a shot at that but what makes the most sense creatively what makes the most sense from a storyline perspective how do you kick into that first episode and have a meaningful feud with nick honest and someone else what are your thoughts on that?
1: well again nothing can be pedestrian this has to be grab you right by the shirt and drag you into it because If it's anything less than that, I don't know if someone's going to put down their whatever amount it's going to be to watch this pay-per-view. It needs to be able to grab you right in from the very get-go. So I think it's got to be somebody who's an established name. Now, again, we don't know who's available out there, right? I mean, guys in AEW are mostly locked up, but then you see names like Brian Cage is working independent shows in Texas. I mean, he's going to be at the same event that Nick Aldis will be on the 29th. Uh, you know that John Moxley, who is a full-time AEW wrestler, still honors commitments with New Japan Pro Wrestling. So we don't really know who is available, but it's got to be someone that's going to, like I said, just drag you right into it. I mean, in a perfect world, the first match is Cody Rhodes. Yeah, oh, exactly. But, but I don't think that's going to happen because of the commitments with AEW. But could you imagine? I mean... If all of a sudden you see a poster that says Cody Rhodes, Nick Aldis, United Wrestling Network, pay-per-view, primetime live, I'm in. I don't care what the dollar amount is, I'm in. Um, But realistically, I don't think that's an option. So then you start looking at other guys who would make sense. Somebody like a Davy Boy Smith Jr., the aforementioned uh, Rusev. Uh, 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 Help me out, I'm running out of names here. I'm drawing blanks.
0: Well, Brian, Brian Pillman Jr. was one that I brought up as well, just the name right. recognition. You know, uh, Marquez has mentioned over and over, uh, you know, when we talked to him that the night that the announcement was made, uh, he specifically mentioned MLW. I don't know that they've reached a kind of partnership, um, but, you know, Brian Pillman Jr. is under contract with MLW but has appeared on AEW in the last two months. So we know that that's a possibility, and that would be a really cool feud. And Brian Pillman Jr. even appeared on Carnyland. He was on the Eli Drake show. So we know there's some, like, synergies here. There's some connection um, between uh, the NWA and Brian Pillman Jr., so that would be another name that I feel like, you know, the recognition's not going to be as high as Rusev. But for those of us, especially like you and I, who are kind of lifelong wrestling fans, we knew his dad when he was wrestling, and, and there's a lot of credibility just because of his name. Same with Joe Henning for me, you know, uh, Mr. Perfect's son, uh, Little Perfect or whatever you want to call him. But he, I mean, that kind of legacy really will draw numbers, in my opinion, especially from from the, the fan group that's, you know, diehard wrestling fans.
1: You know, another name that is a possibility, you know, just because of the connections, and, and again, don't know contract status, so this is speculation, but, you know, Carl the Machine Gun Anderson was discovered by David Marquez. He was brought into uh, then NWA Pro Wrestling, where he got his start, was able to, win the NWA tag team titles before going to New Japan Pro Wrestling and becoming one of the most dominant tag team wrestlers in New Japan history. He he had his time in the WWE, uh, again, winning the tag titles like he does, and now he and Gallows are both in uh, Impact. But we don't know what those contracts look like, and and if there's an opportunity for the Machine Gun, Carl the Machine Gun Anderson, to wind up in United Wrestling Network's primetime live, Again, he would be a guy who I think could have a hell of a match with Nick Aldous. and, uh, you know, we're run out of time in terms of promos, but the promos that those two could give, I think, would be money in the bank. Pardon the pun. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I,
0: when I think of, you know, as we we're talking about with feuds with Nick Aldous, I, I just I, – when I think about internal, right, so people that are already a part of the NWA the name that kept coming up in uh, discussions we were having and things like that was Eli Drake. And, you know, that would be, that would be a, a, a common sense, like a logical thing to happen. Um, but, you know, I think, and I think we talked about this in our discussion as well, but that just seems like something that, that needs to headline an NWA pay-per-view. It seems like something that um, uh, doesn't need to be, and, and I, don't, I don't mean this to sound this way, but it doesn't need to be taken so lightly that it's part of a program that's not an NWA-specific program. Does that make sense? Like, this is a, this is a partnership, and yes, they want to sell tick, or sell, uh, sell views, but to me that seems like something that, you know, has been building up for years on power, and they would want to pay that off on NWA show.
1: I, I agree with you to an extent. I, I think, number one, I, I love Eli Drake. And if there's anybody who could rival Nick Aldis, it's Eli Drake. And, and for that reason alone, I don't want that to be the first match on the pay-per-view. I don't want that to be the first title defense. But a build to that, I think, is could really drive the NWA power when it comes back. Now, that doesn't mean that they can't have interactions here on uh, Primetime Live. It doesn't even mean that they can't square off on prime live, but I don't think that's the match that you, you start the show off with. I don't think that's the first headline and that's not to discredit Eli Drake, but I think there's a lot more mileage out of building this storyline between those two, because I mean, if you look at them on paper, they're practically the same guy. And I don't mean that as an insult. I mean, that's just a fact of life. Uh, Sorry, I had to throw that Eli Drake button in there, but if you look at those guys, I mean, both of them are former impact champions. Both of them have this great look. Both of them, for whatever reason, the opportunity in WWE never materialized. And both of them, killer promos, again, have great work ethic, are killer in the ring. And a a match between those two, I I really think, is going to be a hallmark for the NWA down the road. But again, we don't want to do anything pedestrian, and I don't think the United Wrestling Network plans on doing anything pedestrian i think this first match really like i said has to kick down the door and i'm not trying to disvalue eli drake but i think there's a lot more mileage with a storyline and a a series of matches that leads up to a pay-per-view
0: true and you know also not forgetting i know it's been a while but eli drake is one half of the nwa tag champs right now so i would imagine that they're going to hit their ground running with that. Um, and, and speaking of that, you know, we focused a lot on all and singles competitors, but one of the things that would, man, if they could work it out, I think would sell a lot of pay-per-view buys is if they could work out uh, James Storm and Eli Drake versus FTR. They've had some some beef over some podcast and some, uh, some Twitter feud and stuff like that. I mean, that is a crossover. Again, they check all the boxes: former WWE, current AEW, former WWE tag champs. Uh, great, you know, that, that throwback in-ring style, which really, really fits the mold for NWA. Um, so, if they could make that match happen, let me tell you, I'd open up my wallet and your wallet at the same <laughs> time. That's much, you know, I would. I'd come get your money and pay for that. So. <laughs>
1: And I think the thing is, right, so we keep speculating on what match they have to put together for for Nick Aldis. But let's be honest, if they could get FTR versus Eli Drake and James Storm for those NWA tag team titles, you are onto something. And it's not just my wallet, it's not just your wallet, it's the collective wallet of the fans watching. And if we could see the F T R the guys who are the akin to the throwback era, the the horsemen, if you will, the, the, the mid-Atlantic territories, if you can get those two guys in a match for the NWA tag team titles. I mean, doesn't that just feel right? And I'm not saying let's put the belts on the guys, but couldn't you see those guys holding those beautiful golden belts? Couldn't you see those guys defending that legacy at the Crockett Cup 2020 or 2021, whenever we get the next one? Just feels so good. Yeah,
0: absolutely. That I mean, that could main event the first show. Like you don't even have to have, if you have a, if you have a tag team event like that, you don't have to have a world title match on that first show. You could save that for show two or three or four. Like you could build to something, but if they can make that happen, man, people be kicking the doors down to watch that show. Um, so anything, anything else outside of, uh, you know, talking about all this and now tag teams, any other ideas for feuds that you have that that you think would move the needle? Well,
1: <sighs> I mean, moving the needle is is subjective, right? So something that would move the needle for me is I want to see the payoff between Murdoch and Aaron Stevens, right? I want to see that match. I want to see uh, – and, and, you know, we don't know when that <laughs> next NWA pay-per-view is going to be. We don't know when we're going to see Crockett cut uh, or, or anything else, right? I mean, everything's kind of on uh, indefinite hiatus. So to see that match finally come to conclusion I think would be a lot of fun. And then also, like, you know, a guy like Watts, the United Wrestling Network cha- uh, Hollywood Heritage Champion. Man, I would love to see him mix it up with some of the guys in the NWA. Uh, you know, speaking of the aforementioned Trevor Murdoch, or, or or even guys like, um, like Aaron Stevens. And I know that he's a champion and, and, and Watts is a champion, but I would like to see some of those high-profile guys. We haven't even talked about, like, Elijah Burke, the Pope. And and we don't know what capacity he might have in all this. Uh, Again, there's so much that could happen. Tim Storm, for crying out loud. I mean, there's so much moving parts. Zicky Dice with a TV title. There's a lot of compelling matchups that they could put together um, that don't necessarily require superstar-level names that would be really good uh, additions to the pay-per-view. But also somebody like Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa defending her women's championship. I mean, again, against the right opponent will definitely move
0: the needle. Definitely. No, no doubt about it. Yeah. And and I mean, you know, in my mind, the storyline is there. The continuity is there to just go ahead and rerun, uh, Thunder Rosa and Allison i I'm buying in for that. No matter that I've seen it twice already, I'm I'll go back third, fourth, fifth, sixth time for that that feud that match. So I mean, there's an easy one, low hanging fruit right there that you throw that on the card. And, and again, I'm in. Um, yeah. So a lot of directions they can go, man. And and we just hope that uh, in the coming days and weeks that. We do get some teasers. We do maybe get the hit of some feuds that are starting on social media. That's always fun to watch. And as always, you follow us, and we'll keep you up to date with it. So I am Hey, It's Will from This is the NWA Podcast, and you are
1: at the Alliance blog. on all social media, baby. We're, we're on TikTok and Twitter and, well, you know, we're on Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, all that good stuff.
0: Awesome. Well, another great Friday, another great conversation. Always a pleasure to talk to you, J Cal. And uh, we're gonna wrap this up and uh, you can catch us Sunday night at eight o'clock. We'll be going live on YouTube. J Cal, uh, stay tuned over to the Alliance blog with the pre party on Tuesday at five PM, two PM Pacific. And uh, yeah, man, good chat. Any other closing thoughts?
1: now let's just get it done, man. Let's let's uh let's see that United Wrestling Network and NWA thrive and in in uh, cooperation cooperation cooperation. Thank
0: you. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. Well, thank y'all for joining us. Thank you to the live chat, and we will see you guys next Friday.